It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thanksgiving to yours. Hey, Doc, what the hell are you talking about? Happy Thanksgiving. I ain't talking no pilgrims and Indian shit here. I am talking about being grateful for something. You're breathing, you're seeing, you're walking, you're talking. You may have loved ones, you may not have loved ones. You may have a job, you may not have a job. You may have money in the bank, you could be dead ass broke. But you got a heartbeat more than likely if you're listening to me. Your ears are working if you're listening to me. You're taking breaths in your body if you're listening consciously to me. So there has to be something. Okay, we could strive for better. We know that things are not where they should be on a universal level. But Thanksgiving, and I'm not getting to any of the politics of cowboys, Indians, pilgrims, and settlers. That is neither here nor there. The idea that we come together as a family, if it's a big family, a small family, or even a lonely one-person dinner, that you take the time to reflect about the things that you are grateful for. There has to be something that you have great gratefulness for. It has to be something. If it's not, reevaluate. Think about it again. Look over your life. Don't be so uh, cynical. Say, you know what? This is something that I have that maybe nobody else has. Nobody else has your life. You have the opportunity to make it better. You have the opportunity to make it a lot worse. But there has to be something. The 10 fingers, the 10 toes, the two ears, the nose, your looks, your personality, your swagger, your dressing ability, your J-O-B. I don't know what it is. It could be your kids. It could be anything. You could be in a dire, straight situation and still be thankful because that's how you're built inside. That's how you are. You don't let things get to you like other people let things get to them. So I say happy Thanksgiving once again to you. And I say happy Thanksgiving to yours. Now, I named this show The Gun Show and Thanksgiving. Last Saturday, I was supposed to go to a gun show, so I would have giving you a breakdown of everything that went on. But the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came in, and I just said to myself, maybe this is not a wise time to actually be around a lot of people who are armed, a lot of people who might have political opinions about stuff, and I didn't want to draw myself into it. I didn't want to go past tables that might have been pro-Kyle Rittenhouse because some of these gun shows that I've been to have had tables that says Biden's not my president, and... Trump is my president. I mean, so there are a lot of political things going on. And so I decided to leave the gun show to later in December when things hopefully calm down, when we get past the Abadu Audrey trial, when we get a little bit past the Kyle Rittenhouse acquittal. And then from there, we'll move on. So this week, Julio Lugo, who was a former shortstop 
when the world championship Boston Red Sox team died at the young age of 45. He Friedman, who was playing a killer on the TV show on Fox called Bones, he died at the age of 41. Adolf Young Dolph Robert Thornton Jr. was murdered at the age of 36. We are sure that we've all pretty much seen it. I don't know if you're into the rap world. I tried to listen to some of his music. Uh, Young Dolph was not for me musically. I feel bad for those loved ones that he has. I feel bad for his friends and family that they have to go through the holiday and that this young man who seemed to have some kind of standing in his community was snuffed out. And I hope that the right thing is done in this uh, situation. Steve Smith, who played mostly for the Los Angeles and Oakland Raiders, died at the age of 57. He went through a battle with ALS, better known as Lou Garrett's disease, for almost two decades. He was a a national champion at Penn State. Uh, He was a third-round draft pick in the 87 draft for the Los Angeles Raiders. Sorry. So I wish him a rest in peace. He actually played on a Super Bowl winning team with the no at Penn State in 1986, the year before he graduated. He spent seven seasons with the Raiders. He was a fullback. We don't have a lot of fullbacks who reach any prominence in the league anymore. He blocked for Bo Jackson. He blocked for Marcus Allen. So he was a big part of that team. He seemed to be a well-loved and well-respected man among the Raider Nation. So I say rest in peace to Mr. Smith. Al LaFleur, an actor from The Sandlot and Fields of Dreams, died at the age of 78. And Doug Jones, who played 16 seasons in the Major League, most of them as an all-star with the Cleveland Indians, passed away at the age of 64. Now, COVID is up to 49 million cases in America. 794 plus thousand people have died. 452 million people are vaccinated, and we still have issues with vaccination. We'll get into that a little bit later. Worldwide, we're up to 258 million cases, and 5.2 million and counting people have died. Now, they've been having violence over in Europe because they put a new COVID clamp down. It seemed like they have went back into a reversal cycle. And I mean, I don't know where we go. This is the most confusing time of my life. I am not afraid or ashamed to admit it. This COVID, I follow the rules. I get my vaccine. I go back. I get my second vaccine. After the holidays, I will set up a booster shot. I wear masks. I wash my hands. I social distance when I can. But it seems like there are millions, 452 million of us are vaccinated and the disease or the virus will not go away. I don't understand. So Kyle Rittenhouse on the 19th of November was acquitted of all charges. Shocked? Surprised not. If you go back and listen to my last show, I said that I would not be shocked. I would not be surprised the way this judge conducted himself, the way the prosecutor conducted conducted themselves i did not expect this but we do have to come to a realization in the united states of america and more than likely worldwide how a young man is perceived and how a young black male is perceived are two different things the scales of justice is not blind she is peeking to see whose son it is standing in front of her if the son looks like rittenhouse 
he gets one thing. If the son looks like me, he gets another thing. I would have never made it to a jury of 12. I guarantee you, I would have had that AR with me walking down that streets, and I would have been the third or fourth victim that evening. It would have been as simple as that. There would have been no jury of my peers. There would have been no public trial, and that would have been the end of it. Now, this fucking evil lunatic, Daryl Brooks Jr., he takes his SUV and he plows into a Christmas parade in Washika, Wisconsin. A Christmas parade. He injures at least 12 kids. He kills five people. 40 people are injured. You can't even go to a Christmas parade. I mean, there has to be rules. Oh, geez. Gangsters, y'all have to set up parameters where civilians are not taken out. You have to set up parameters where the gangsters, the thugs, and those who think that things are all right, that prisons will be pure hell for you if you enter those gates, if you commit certain crimes, if you rape, beat, harm old people, innocent civilians, that they will come down upon you with the wrath of God. But we don't have people out there who stand in the positions of leadership. They have thousands upon thousands of people following them and they could just make a YouTube video. Each one, each leader could say, you enter these gates and you enter these gates in not an honorable way that the hell fire and brimstone that you will be wishing for, you can't imagine what it will be here for you. Daryl Brooks Jr., what he did was an abomination, and he shall suffer the consequences. So we have the Amadou Aubrey trial. Uh, pretty soon, this thing is going to go to the jury. I'm glad it's not going to the jury before our Thanksgiving dinner when we're all together. I hope that tensions are, will not be at an all-time fever pitch. I'm hoping that the right decision comes out. This man did not deserve to die. For that defense attorney to state that even though he wasn't armed, he was armed because he was carrying black man's fist is grounds for disbarment as far as I'm concerned. So we got that Jashelle Maxwell trial and nobody really gives a fuck, but I'm just putting that in your ear, okay? Now we have this Niagara County judge, Matthew J. Murphy III. I'm going to say that again, Matthew J. Murthy, Murphy III. He said jail is inappropriate for Christopher Belter, who's 20 years old and has pleaded guilty to sexually assaulting four teenage girls. Four teenage girls' lives were altered, roadblocked, stymied by this Christopher Belter and this judge who took an oath says that jail isn't appropriate for a rapist who pled guilty to these charges? Who else could get this but a person of privilege? A person, see, there's white privilege, then there's privilege of wealth, and then there's a caste system, poor, rich, and I mean, this, so he hit two of the criteria. He's a three, male, white, two, rich, four, and his father, probably somebody that Murphy the third knows, or his mother, somebody they know, because they are attorneys too. 
So lawsuits are piling up against uh, Travis Scott for that deadly Astroworld music festival. They're now seeking like almost $2 billion in damages. That's crazy. He's got a lot of stuff to deal with there. Uh, the contriteness, the I'm sorry, I don't understand. It still hasn't come out. Drake is going about business as usual. He actually setting up a, a concert with Kanye for December 9th, less than like a month or so after people died while he was on stage. Uh, you know, as far as I'm done, I'm done with Drake. I don't want anything to do with Drake. I don't want to hear about Drake. I don't give a fuck about Drake because I can't co-sign being that unempathetic. I cannot co-sign the wanton uh, disregard for human life as he seems to be able to do. So I, I, I can't touch that. Old Dominion University has placed this Dr. Alan Walker on administrative leave. They said the university said that they can't back her play that child sex abuse is okay because she states that people cannot control their desires and she penned a book. She's trying to destigmify pedophilia. Can you fucking believe that somebody's out there trying to destigmatize pedophilia because she says they're just minor attracted persons? Matter of fact, my next show is going to deal, and I believe this is a trans individual. My next show is going to deal with them, they, he, she, we, us, because fuck all this nonsense. He exists, she exists, and I am going to state my case clearly and concisely that just because a segment of our population does not want to be labeled that we all have a problem being labeled because I am a man. I am a he. I am him. And you don't get to take that away from me. My mother was she. She was her. And you don't get that to take that away from her. My wife is a female, born female. I'm not cis anything. I am a heterosexual. These are terms that we've always been accustomed to, and I refuse to bow down or bend down to any other group that tells me what I should be called. I'm a black American. I don't even use the term Afro-American because, okay, you could say that my lineage is from Africa, but can you say the lineage, even if it was rape, the rape part of me from Europe, I'll take black American. But this Dr. Alex Walker, forget administrative leave. She should be fired immediately. Minor attracted persons. What kind of shit is that? See, sometimes people want to act like they're too intelligent for the room. They have the clue. They have the answer to everything. They're smarter than everybody else. No, minor attracted people are committing crimes. You should not be attracted to minors. Now, everybody attracted to minors, do they commit an offense? No, there are those few who can hold on to their urges and don't offend. But it's very rare because when we think about these children, children are abused all the time, every day, all day long, everywhere. We are talking in the millions. And it's sad because some people have to defend these children. When you have people out here actually saying that the children, you know what, they're, they should be honored that people are attracted to them. This bitch is sick, man. 
she can go fuck herself. So I'm watching 911, which is a horrible TV show, by the way. I do not recommend you get involved with the 911 TV show that's on Fox. It's been on for quite a few years. Either you watch it or you don't. But one of the actors, actors on the show, Rock Bond Dunbar, who was Angela Bassett's husband, cheated on her. Come to find out he's had a 20-year gay relationship. Well, to get to the point, he's now left 911 because he refused to get the vaccination. You know what? Go get a little fucking violin, man. What you're doing is not a personal choice anymore. This is bullshit. Amari Cooper, bullshit. Not personal choice. This is a communal choice. This is a choice that affects the community you live in and every single person that you come in contact with. So this personal choice shit is a weak argument because you don't use personal choice when it comes when you need surgery and you need a tetanus shot. You don't use it when you need Novocaine and you had a fucking dentist. So don't pick and choose what you want. Smallpox, you took it. Mumps, measles, influenza, you took it. You might even take a flu shot, but for some reason, COVID-19, which is affecting the entire world, the entire world, from one corner to the next corner, that one you have beef with. You become an overnight scientist. You become an overnight doctor when you might not even graduate college. And it makes no damn sense. The Good Doctor's been a very weird show the last couple of weeks. Sean and Leah, they're trying to get married. So they're going through the trials and tribulations that lead up. The last show, Sean had a complete and utter breakdown he does this two or three times a season which kind of i guess would fit that type of person's personality but i've never really met anybody who was on the spectrum or who has uh you know what sean has so i don't know snl a week ago had jonathan majors jonathan majors you know from lovecraft country the harder they fall things of that nature and taylor swift taylor swift just one of those performances where she's smudging everybody in the room and she does a 10-minute fucking song. How Saturday Night Live allows a 10-minute song to be done during their show is crazy. Maybe it gave the writers a break, but I thought it was uh, self-indulgent and I thought it was bullshit. Last week, this week then, Simi Lou and this rapper named Sweetie appeared. Sweetie is horrible. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't get it. I didn't like it. I thought the show was all right, but she was horrible. Kirby enthusiasm this season has been the absolute worst season of the Kirby enthusiasm franchise. I don't know if Larry David gives a fuck anymore. I don't think he even cares remotely about what's going on with the show. It's just screaming and hollering for no reason at all most of the time. Uh, things that just don't make sense. Before it had a direction, it had a beginning, middle, and end. You could see where it was heading, even though he would throw you curveballs. But this one is just nonsense for nonsense sake, as though he's mad at HBO for some reason. And because he's obligated to give them shows, he just put throwing shit up against the wall. Family Guy has been good as usual. Now, I'm going to admit, as a male, this might sound a little bizarre. But I'm a big fan of the true crime TV genre. 
So I watch TV one, I watch Oxygen, I watch Snap, I, I watch For Your Man, I watch Fatal Attraction, I watch uh, Snapped, I watch uh, See No Evil. Those are some of my favorites. Now that uh, Lieutenant Kitten is off the air, but and I watch ATL Atlantic uh, Homicide. So if you have nothing to do and you're bored, these shows are interesting. Sure, they're a little bit repetitive. Uh, and I also like uh, Fear Thy Neighbor, which I think is an outstanding one because it gives you something to think about because there's also a show called Fear Thy Roommate. <laughs> you know, sometimes in life you must fear your neighbor and your roommate or be on guard against your neighbor and be on guard against your roommate. Now I want to go back to the gun show real quick. Do I, am I in need of another gun? No, I'm not in need of another gun, but I do want to get some bullets. I don't want to use full metal jacket as self-defense. I've spoke about this before. I don't think that you should be using full metal jacket as self-defense unless you're in a war type situation. You don't give a fuck how many people you take out because it can clear a body and hit a target that you did not intend by actually going through one person and entering another. And that other person could be an old person. It could be a car. It could be a child. And now you're liable for damages. So personal defense weapons, stuff that meets the FBI code, I think is the best. But I'm also in the uh, market for holsters. Always looking for new holsters. I hate Kydak holsters, but I'm looking for a new holster for winter. Uh, so I just wanted to get at that. It's not that I go to these gun shows because I feel the need to own 9 million weapons. I'm not one of those guys, but I'm going to own more than my hands. I'm going to own more than I need. I'm going to own more bullets than I need. I'm legally able to do so. So I'm going to take advantage as long as I can afford it. And my wife has no problem with them being in the house, which she does not. Then we're good to go. Now, Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins gets attacked by some fan, some 24-year-old dude who has a very bizarre story. Sound like he wants to say that some way or another somebody catfished him as Seth Rollins and stole some money from him. But you know what? This wasn't the way to conduct yourself. This was not the way to handle business. I'm glad for Steph. I'm glad for Becky Lynch and their child that Seth wasn't stabbed or injured in any kind of crazy way because this could have went left real quick and you know what it seemed like the wwe person person personnel are very well schooled on what to do and how to handle this switch situation because if you notice and you go back and you look at this film no kicks was thrown no punches were thrown they just separated the two and that was it i mean if it was a different time and a different place, you would have had a wrestler maybe stomp a mud hole. But because we're so litigious and everybody wants to take you to court and sue the shit out of you, they had to handle this in a manner where this dude almost didn't get a scratch. He was arrested. And like I said, he came out with this story about this catfishing situation. I'm not going to say yay or nay on that. That's on him. This will play out the way it needs to be played. Now, I want to give a big shout out to Dexter Dennis. Dexter Dennis is a young man plays for the Wichita State University basketball. A viral video came out of him helping to clean the arena after the game. 
I don't know who raised Mr. Dennis. I don't know how Mr. Dennis was raised. I don't know what's in his heart. But something about this young man, even if he did this in hopes of going viral, he still had to put the work in to help clean. And I have never seen an athlete on any level take the time and energy to also say, you know what, I played a game and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to help them also clean this place. So, you know what, Dexter Dennis, man, God bless you, dude. Happy Thanksgiving. So Bruce, Bryce Harper won the 2021 National League MVP. Shoshi Atoni won the, unanimously won the American League MVP. Robbie Ray won the Cy Young for the AL. Corbin Burns won the Cy Young for the NL. For the second year in a row, Kevin Cash, Tampa Bay Rays manager, won manager of the year. Gabe Kapler, who's an ex-player, won manager of the year for the National League for Arizona. Uh, the rookies of the year are Jonathan India for the National League and Randy Azarina for the American League. Now, last week, we had UFC fights. It was the Caitlin Vieira versus Misha Tate card. This was one of the worst front-to-back UFC cards that I have seen in 2021. I wish I could have got my time back. It, so it's no real nothing here to really talk about. I mean, it was too many fights that went to distance. I think 10 of the 11 fights went to distance. There was only one submission, no knockouts, a little bit of blood. That's not what I watch it for, the blood, but I watch it for high-level competition. And sometimes in high-level competition, people get caught. People get caught with punches. People get caught with kicks. People get caught in submissions. This was like a totally balanced diet, and I hate it was bland. Now, this weekend, we got Aldo versus Font, and that's Rob Font is going up against Jose Aldo. Brandon Allen is fighting Brad Tavares. Bryant Barberina is fighting Matt Brown, who's like a 1,000 years old and won't go away, but he's still out there. So I'm hoping that this UFC card Saturday is much better than what we last seen because it can't get much worse than that. So LeBron James gets ejected after he, let's put it this way. LeBron James not only threw an elbow, but he threw a back punch to Isaiah Stewart. Now, I understand Stewart got in his face and he calmed down. But when he tastes the metal of that blood, which is a normal reaction for a man, when you taste that metal, it does something to you mentally, physically, emotionally, and it set him off. So he winds up getting suspended two games. LeBron gets suspended one game. LeBron is the one who threw the dirty blow. LeBron is the one who drew blood. But because Isaiah Stewart is not LeBron James, he gets more than LeBron James. And this is wrong. And I'm not going to buy into LeBron said, are you fine? Uh, you all right, bro? You know what? We don't always get to say sorry. You know what? When that fucking drove that car through that crowd, his first reaction might have been, I'm really sorry about what I just did, but we don't play duos. We don't give you a pass because you say sorry. This man is a grown-ass man. He has a family, maybe a wife, 
or whatever to answer. He has to answer to Isaiah Stewart when he looks in the mirror and he has to say to himself, am I allowing this man to chump me because he think he can? And because everybody said that I should allow him, myself to just bow down to him. So I think the NBA got this wrong. LeBron James should have got the two games. Stewart should have got the one at most. Now, next week in the NBA, we got, let me see, to finish off this week, tonight, we got the 76ers golden up against the Golden State Warriors. Thursday, Thanksgiving, there are no games. Friday, you got the Suns versus the Knicks, the Bucks versus the Nuggets, and the Trail Blazers versus the Warriors. Saturday, you got the Knicks versus the Hawks, the Suns versus the Nets, which should be outstanding. Sunday, you got the Warriors versus the Clippers. Now, I'll be back Monday, and we'll go through the games of the week starting next Monday for that week. But those were what I figure are the games of the week upcoming between now and Monday. So Chase Young was lost for the Washington football team, torn ACL. He's going to be out for the season. Le'Veon Bell, who's never been the same since he took that year off, was released by the Ravens. Chris Carson's, the running back for the Seahawks, is going to have season-ending neck surgery. Khalil Mack is on the IR and will have season-ending foot surgery. The Giants finally came to some form of their senses and fired Jason Garrett yesterday. Now, this week, I'm not going to even go through the football games that pass because I think it's a waste of your time and it's a waste of my time. But I do want to say that I thought Jonathan Taylor with his five touchdowns, 185 yards and 19 yards receiving was the play of the week. He was outstanding. He was, you know, he was really on point. I thought that Cam Newton played decently. I thought that Tyler Huntley in his first start for the Ravens to get the victory was fantastic. I'm very disappointed in my Cowboys. I'm more disappointed in Amari Cooper, who not only will miss last week, but will be missing tomorrow's game, Thanksgiving, and we could use him because C.D. Lamb got a concussion against the Chiefs. And he's missing these games because he knows better than everybody, and it's a personal decision not to get his COVID-19 test, which I call bullshit on. So let's go through the games that are coming up. Tomorrow, unfortunately for you, me, and everybody, the Chicago Bears are going to be playing the Detroit Lions in the first football game. And as I stated earlier, there will be no basketball NBA to turn over and at least distract your attention. Maybe you might have to actually talk to whoever's at your house or get on the phone with a, a friend you haven't seen in a while that's out of town. You could do other things. Hopefully the weather's nice enough for you to sit on your deck or in your backyard. But once again, I said the Bears are playing the Lions. I think the Bears are going to actually keep the Lions winless. The Raiders are playing my Cowboys in Dallas. Dallas has got to win this game. This is a do-or-die game. Can't lose two in a row. The Raiders are on a three-game losing streak, so I'm taking Dallas. And then Buffalo is going into New Orleans to play the Saints. Buffalo has to have a bounce-back game after playing like garbage last week against the Colts. They need this desperately because the Patriots are neck and neck with them, actually maybe even a little ahead of them, and they have got to show and prove that they're about business. 
So I'm taking Buffalo. The Steelers are going into Cincinnati. This is a tough one to call, but I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I believe, beat them earlier this year, and they're at home, so I'm going to take Cincinnati. The Buccaneers are going into the Colts, Indianapolis, to play the Colts. I do not trust Carson Wentz. As a matter of fact, uh, hard knock, the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, in season started last week. It was a very good first episode. It should be even better second episode because – I believe they're going to give Jonathan Taylor his flowers this week. He, You know what I mean by flowers. Your respect and love that you deserve while you're on the planet, while you could smell those roses. So I believe that they're going to have to give him some big ups on the show. So I'm taking Tampa Bay. Carolina Panthers is going into Miami. I got to take uh, Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton to beat the Dolphins. The Titans are going into New England to play the Patriots. I like the Patriots defense, and I'm not really feeling Tannehill right now, so I'm going to take New England at home. The Eagles are going into New York to play the Giants. I think the Eagles are just a better team than the Giants, so i got to go with the Eagles. The Falcons are going to Jacksonville. Nobody deserves this game. Nobody deserves this game, but Maddie Ice, quote unquote, Maddie Ice, Matt Ryan should be better than this kid for Jacksonville. So I'm taking Atlanta to win. And here's another game nobody deserves. The Jets are going into Houston to play the Texans. I can't trust the Jets. So I'm going to take Houston on the road to actually win at home. The Chargers are playing the Broncos. The Broncos are coming off a bye week. So I kind of like the Chargers in this game. And now here's a decent game. The Rams are going into Green Bay to play the Packers. I hate both of these teams with a passion, but I am thinking in my heart that Green Bay Packers will hold serve at home against the Rams. And the Vikings are going into San Francisco. I think the Vikings are a better team than San Francisco, even though Debo Samuel is a beast, people. He is beasting. From the backfield, he's beasting when he catches the ball, but I like Minnesota in this game. I think they have too many weapons. The Browns are going into Baltimore for the late game on Sunday. I like the Ravens, especially if Lamar Jackson is back. If Lamar Jackson is not back, then I will go with Cleveland, but if Lamar is playing, my pick is the Ravens. And then Monday night, another game nobody really cares about. The Seahawks are playing the football team. At the football team's home in Washington, that's the Monday night game. Seattle, Russell Wilson looks so bad that I actually have to take Tyler Hinkie and the Washington football team to hold home field advantage and beat Seattle, Washington. The two teams off this week are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe Arizona can get the... Kyler Murray and DeAndre Watson, Hopkins back healthy because they've been out for three weeks and this will be the fourth week. Hopefully they'll both be back. Once again, I wish you people nothing but a great Thanksgiving. If you can maintain your cool, if somebody pisses you off across the table, but their family and their friend, their loved one, their buddy, Hold your tongue. You can always swallow that. I'm not saying swallow your pride for anything or anybody. Don't let nobody disrespect you. But if it's a small thing, 
let it pass. If it's a small thing, don't fight with your own. Let's not cannibalize each other. Let's love each other a little bit. Let's let's try to raise the flag on on peace, especially with our own. It's time that we do that. Uh, if you have the urge to go out and go crazy Friday for Black Friday, think three or four times about it. You brought a TV last year. You brought a PlayStation. Those things still work. Don't go out and waste money you don't need to waste. If you don't need to spend it, bank it. Let it draw some interest. Uh, let it accrue. Uh, don't just throw it away. That's what the corporations want you to do. If you notice, they put the same shit on sale every single year. But how many times are you going to buy it? Are you giving it away? Are you giving it to charity? Are you gifting it for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever? Uh, if you're not, what do you need? Do you need an extra TV in your closet? Does your closet need a TV? Probably not. So enjoy. I hope the food is delicious. I hope you have more than you need. I hope that you have overabundance. And I wish you peace to you. And I wish peace to yours. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.